Hello everyone and welcome to the Football Bets View podcast, episode number 26 of season 3. Uh, lads, it's been an eventful week. Uh, Lawler, it's, it was... It was it was a bit of a roller coaster for you. Uh, well, we'll get into that in a minute, lads. What we're going to be looking at this week is we're going, we are going to have a look at the um, that prank that we done last week, and we're just going to have a little bit of a chat about it and stuff like that because it was quite funny. So, uh, we're going to look at that. We're going to we're going to look at the fixtures for this weekend. We're going to be looking. I have a giveaway to do uh, for the jersey from Mystique Jersey, so we'll be doing that as well. Uh, we have our the question section, new little segment on the show. Uh, we put kind of. Put it out to the people on Instagram. They can ask us a few questions. It doesn't have to be football related. So um, we may start getting some random questions over the next few weeks. So, uh, And then we're going to be looking at the bets and the tips. Uh, lads, we'll, we're going to jump into. You didn't say tips the, there, did you? I did say tips. Oh, we're all going to look at our tips. <laughs> I was getting yeah, helpful there. Just making sure there's a, there's a P <laughs> on the end of that one. Uh, lads, we're going to look at this prank, right? Um, for anybody that missed it last week, I'm sure you probably haven't if you're, if you're following the page. We're going to have a quick look at it um, because I think it's it's worth a look there. So yes. uh, I'm just going to play this one. Someone who has done absolutely ridiculous things for this country. Um, one of the best strikers, obviously. Well, the best striker that, that we've probably ever produced. Uh, probably that we're ever going to produce. Um, lads, Robbie Keane is on. Yeah. How's it going, Robbie? Look, I've been a massive fan of yours. Um, growing up watching Irish football, you're a massive uh, influence for me. Played with Crumlin myself. First ever all weather I played on was because of you and your your signing for for Wolves at the time. Uh, but the question I wanted to ask you was, you know, you, you got your dream move to Liverpool. You played 19 games for Liverpool. Uh, 19 games for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're solid for some- Oh my god. Oh lads, this has been the longest day of my life trying to do this. <laughs> I tell you what, it's it's got it's honestly the funniest video I've ever seen, and it's like relight the thing. Do it again. I, I, I can't. I've been watching it. We watch it further in on the show because I just think it's so funny, and like you completely fell for it. Like at any at any stage, did you? You like it looked to me like you were kind of half twigging it when we were when we were going through it a bit, and then because we had such a random question with Messi and. Uh, I, I, I lost it. I was I, I was texting me mate because I texted everybody. I was like, "Dad, don't go and go me text." I'm talking to Robbie came. Damn, my brother were there. I texted all the lads I work with. They were listening as well. I was after, I was texting me mate, and he was like, "Oh, that's not Robbie." And I was like, "No way." As soon as the camera didn't come on, I was like, "No way, it's him." And then then he answered. I was like, "What's this?" Oh, someone putting on an putting on the voice, and then he started answering the question for ages. I was like, and that. Like I was gone, I was like, "This is a joke," and I was raging. And then I, I got locked back into it again, and I was like, yeah. "I can't, I can't <laughs> ask the question." So then when I started asking, and then oh, I just lost. I think I think you can see the moment where like you're like, "This is this," and then you're like, "Hey, hold on a sec. And then you can you can literally see the moment where you go, "Fuck, this is real." And then you're like, right, and then all of a sudden you start panicking again. You're looking down at your. At your <laughs> 
I was, was I was well nervous thinking actually, oh, am I going to ask this question in the build up? So I had quite, yeah. a, few, quite a bit to drink. Didn't sound nervous, Graham. You didn't come across nervous at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was funny, but like, uh, like the whole thing. So like the, the way the day went for me after that was um, obviously after the after the show, obviously knew it was funny. So I stayed up a little bit later and I done a little bit of clipping on it. Um, clipped it down to like a 10 minute video and I also done it to a one minute TikTok, the one that we just watched there like a, like a, a short video that I could send across easily to people so uh, I sent it into FM 104 the radio station into uh, Jim Jim and Nobby the strawberry alarm clock for the crack like and uh, I got a load of laughing faces back in because they'd obviously watched it and they were like oh that is absolutely brilliant like, so uh, that was grand, I sent it on I just sent them on the 10 minute clip down I said like you know he's like a laugh and he's love a prank so yeah, uh, sent that across them, and then I got another message back from them. They're like, "Can you take a call at at ten past uh, ten past nine? So I was supposed to be in a meeting at about quarter past nine. So I said, "Right, fuck this." I said, "I'm going on the radio. This is going to be absolutely <laughs> classic." So um, the lads are the lads are saying I was talking to them before beforehand. They were just saying how funny it was and stuff like that. And we, I think I put up I put up the radio uh, conversation up on the Instagram. So if anyone hasn't heard it, it's 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 pretty funny. Like. Um, but I remember, like, I remember that day you ringing me after work, and oh, the, the day of the prank. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before we went on, like, rang you. I think I texted Kieran. I texted. I was texting Connor. Connor well, I knew, I knew you text Connor because Connor sent me the, the messages. You <laughs> up. Did you know Connor? Did you know? <laughs> yeah. I texted him. I texted him the night before, saying I wasn't going to be on on Thursday night, but you better have a a. Uh, April Phil's prank for somebody, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm thinking about saying I'm bringing Robbie Keane on." And I was like, "Yeah, that's class. That's, that's wrong with it." <laughs> Whatever, Colin. I trusted you, man. To tell me. When I rang you, because it was my last day of work, and I'm finished then for two weeks, and I was like, "Lad, if I'm not having a drink here by myself, like, and I'm stopping to come on to this tonight, this better be true, like." <laughs> I I text Collie after that, and I said, "Collie, it might be a little bit too far now. If we're in a ruin the fellas Easter's holidays, and he goes, it's all right. People will love it. It'll be worth it." Yeah, like, I, I had to weigh up. Like, I got to the stage where I had to weigh up if it was gonna be like if you were gonna get offended and really pissed off about it, or it was gonna be really, really funny. And like, I went with the funny. Like, either way, I, t I think it would have had to be the point where like we probably would have fell out over it. That would have been the only point at which I would have went. Oh, yeah. Well, in fairness, you, you did text him and give him the chance. You said, listen, if you want to give the part yeah. of Miss tonight and you stay with yeah. your mates, and you're like, no way, I'm not missing yeah, a chance to meet Robbie. It was the, the fact that you twigged at like 11 o'clock that morning. You were like, oh, hang on, it's April Fool's. <laughs> you, were, you were texting me and I was like, oh, you know, Collie, though, he, he's always just messaging people and Robbie's not doing anything. So it was probably is coming on. The Instagram message, man, was well planned. Out. I, 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 I sent that. I did, I, I, but I didn't. Yeah, so I didn't send. So like the whole thing was to to prank like people that are watching now and people that might be listening to it. Like and uh, so that's why I put up the post on Wednesday night. It was like one o'clock in the morning on the Wednesday when I put it up, and I was like, no one's gonna believe it. It's really kind of late, like you know. And and like, well, like what stage? Like at one o'clock in the morning, am I gonna get Robbie Keane and everybody's gonna believe me? Like, but I put it up anyway for the crack, like hoping that someone would bite on it. And then all of a sudden you fucking bit, and then I was like, oh, hold on. I, mean, I, I was in the staff room and work, and I was like, oh, the lads are definitely playing a joke on me here. And he was like, yeah, they are definitely playing a joke on you. I was like, boy, it's believable. I'm believing it now. And like, <laughs> like, all of them are like, he's a fucking bad shite. You know what I mean? Oh, like, brilliant. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's oh, just like, but then the next, when you you stayed up, obviously, and did all the trimming down, and I, yeah. finished, I finished the bottle. and. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I woke up the next morning, obviously not being at work, 
on my phone at loads of messages. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin was after my cousin was after voice noting me saying, You're after being on the radio, what's going on? Because I knew, I knew, because obviously you're after drinking a fair bit on the on the stores. I, I knew, I knew you weren't getting up early, like so. I knew that. You literally had said nothing, and I was like, "This fella has no." Because I was talking to the lads and work about, it, and I was saying, "This lad has absolutely no idea what's going on." And then we wake up and we get a message going, "Lads, what the fuck's going on?" <laughs> so it was absolutely comical, like. But uh, so we done that, and then kind of went on to FM one four, and we got a good, good few views. I think the total views on is two point three k now at the moment, like which is pretty good, like considering like all the stuff we put out doesn't really get That's anywhere near that. Like, all, all the podcasts we've it's ever actually viral, maybe bacterial yeah. or something. Yeah. What? Yeah. Not, for, not viral, bacterial at the moment. Yeah, yeah, bacterial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's Then I was kind of contacted with, uh, you know, Dublin Live done a little bit of a write-up on it, and it was basically just the whole the whole thing that we done on the radio onto onto Dublin Live. But it was very funny. But um, lads, I, I just think we'll move, we'll move on from it. Um, good ten minutes spent on it there. We'll move into into the football. Can but, I just finish off on one thing? Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh, I'll just finish off. It was the fact that Collie was then asking me because Robbie messaged on Instagram and Claudine had put it on Twitter and all. Sorry, yeah, I didn't and, even cover all that. Like. Collie was then trying to encourage me to write to Robbie as if he was my mate, you know what I mean? I was Claudine and the kids ask him to do stuff. I was like, I'm not that type of guy who's going to go with that. And he was like, oh, yeah, just, just, I'm glad, I'm glad young Robert loved the Claudine. Oh, great. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So oh, Robbie Keane, on the text message from Graham saying Robbie just replied to me, what do I say? Yeah, yeah. So Robbie Keane shared it on his Instagram. Claudine shared it on Twitter, and she she actually shared it a couple of times. But uh, I just think I just think it was brilliant. But as you were saying there, like I was trying to get you to to fucking text Robbie, and obviously you're not the type of guy that'll fucking go and like text fucking Robbie Keane back. Yeah, yeah. So you're like you're obviously you're obviously saying to the wrong person. You're not the type of guy that does it, but I am. Hi, lads. It's Robbie here. Just want to say well done on uh, getting Graham. I thought it was very, very funny. You absolutely done him a kipper. Uh, Graham, remember, revenge is sweet. Uh, congratulations on your podcast, lads, and I look forward to coming on soon. And uh, I'll definitely answer Graham's questions then. All the best. Take care. It was Chris in a mask all along. <laughs> I worked hard to try to get that one. I must have been absolutely yeah. reckless because I kept tagging him in, uh, in all the videos and stuff like that. And in fairness, I was talking to Robbie that day and he came back and uh, I just said, Look, um, is there any chance that you want to appear on the podcast for 10 15 minutes? Like, and uh, obviously, I didn't get I didn't get a response from him because he's busy, like you know. And um, so I, I messaged him again then probably about a day or two later and I just said, hi, Robbie, just, just following up the, the kind of the videos after taking off a little bit there. I said, no, I'm not like asking you to come on or anything like that. I said, well, if you could do up maybe a 10 second video or something just for all, I just I was like, I think I owe him an apology. Like, so it'd be nice to kind of get that and give it to him. Like, so he just responded to me like straight away. He was like, yeah, absolutely no problem doing the, um, doing the video. He goes, uh, I'll definitely come on the podcast, but just can't do it right now. So... Like in fairness to him, he's fucking. He was, Fair he play, was, Robbie Kane. Absolutely, yeah. Robbie Kane. Robbie's favorite, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'll tell you. I have it on uh, WhatsApp and all, but Lala, so I'll send that on to you there, and you can you can fucking back it up or whatever. You need to do with that. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so look, that's that's that, lads. We'll move on from that, right? We're gonna jump into the actual podcast here. So, um, although this is a book. 
lads, we're going to move on to the first game. This Under week. an hour, Collie, is it? Under an hour, so we're, we're doing well. Uh, we're not going to spend ages on these again. Uh, which draw? Oh, for the oh yeah, the ultimate team. Yeah. No, no, no. Your um, the competition. Oh, the competition I'm going to do after this, right? So, yeah, so for anyone watching that has entered the competition, we're going to be doing it after we run through all these um, matches. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> you have to stick around. Oh, you're still not allowed to enter. Yeah. No, you're not allowed to enter. No, as I said, oh, no. unless you want to make up a fake alias, but uh, you're going to have to. This is for a jersey, fake. isn't it? This is for Misty jerseys. Have given us a jersey, a random jersey for um, any club in the world. Uh, Lawler's kind of got one. I'm and... doing a jersey soon as I'm still waiting on my t shirt. Oh, that's <laughs> is, that, is that you calling out MCC Customs? Is it? Yes, it is MCC Customs oh, in Bangladesh. Geez. It must be sent to my pigeon. Hand delivered, Paddy. Hand delivered. He's still swimming. Oh, so. I actually had mine underneath, lads, but it's very cold in my kitchen, so uh, I'm gonna have to put the jumper on today. I thought you got a job in NASA. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah. You're out. You're out. You're out. Well, I'm NASA now. I'm a spacer. Uh, lads, we're gonna move on to the first game, right? So Friday night we have uh, Fulham versus Wolves. Seven to five for Fulham, twenty-one to ten for the draw, and twenty-one to ten for uh, Wolves. Uh, how do you see this one going? Obviously, Fulham. As far as you're concerned, they're going down, 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 and there's absolutely no return for them. Um, you may be right, to be honest with you. How, how do you think they're faring out in the last couple of weeks? Sorry, Collie, do you want to say that again? There, I'm just in that I, kind of broke I up think, there a little. I think I think you said they were going down, 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 and I think you you might be spot on on that. Yeah, yeah, geez, there was a few naysayers in this podcast there a few weeks ago, wasn't there? Connor Little, I'm looking at you. There still it's not is. clear cut, yeah, I tell you, no way. There still is. That's what you want from me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm back in Wolves the whole way. I'm, I'm just sticking with me. Go here, Fulham are going down. That's it. Job done. Newcastle are safe. Steve Heads is an absolute legend. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, Connor, what do you reckon? Oh no, come on. Do you know what? Uh, what we'll, get, we'll get a score prediction on you and we'll move on from there. So uh, give us a score uh, prediction. Let's go. 2 1 wall, Wolves with Neto. Okay. Uh, Connor? Uh, Wolves still very disappointing. Fulham, I was convinced Fulham were going to beat Villa at the weekend. And then within seven minutes, just the biggest capitulation I've ever seen. And well, seen this season in football. Anyway, Brilliant. they had all possession. All, all possession, all the chances, and then within eight minutes, they were three one down. <laughs> it was like without a sniff, like no chance of coming back. Um, I still fancied them because they have something to play for, and Wolves don't really. Um, so I'm going to back Fulham because I need them to win pretty much in order to <laughs> shut water up. And I'm going to say two one Fulham, and because of his form internationally and the goal last week, I'm going to say Mitrovic. Nice one. Um, Chris, what do you reckon? Uh, I think it's going to be a bar fest, if I'm honest. I think they'll yeah. just kind of cancel each other out. Neither of them will want to go for it. They'll both play really conservatively. Um, so I don't fancy it to be an exciting game. And I've left them out of my bet for the weekend because of that. But if I had to pick a, a scorer... You do. I'd say 1-0... I'd say, I'd say Wolves would edge it. They have the better squad anyway. So I'd say 1-0 yeah. and... Uh, William Jose. Oh, he's controversial. Nice. Um, Lala, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's a difficult one to call. Um, but I'm gonna get edge on the side with Connor there. Um, I reckon Fulham just have more to play for, and I'm gonna try grind out a result here. And I'm going to say one nil to Fulham with Ruben Loftus Cheek. Oh, nice. 
He was fucking brutal last weekend. Yeah, absolutely rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Paddy, what's your record? Brutal every weekend. Um, <laughs> just on, on the relegation battle forced, um, you've got yeah. Big Sam there getting a good result there the weekend. Um, so they're, they're, I think they're only, how many points off Newcastle as well? Um, so, so, I know Fulham with four. Fulham are three points behind and West Brom are eight points behind, so a little bit of catching up to do there with West yeah, Brom. Seven games, about, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, but Fulham, they've been playing better than Newcastle the last month, say, but they just haven't been getting the results. Um, I still think they have a chance of surviving. Wolves are usually very hard to score against, but against West Ham last week, they were very open, which was very unusual. It was, it was an open game, very good game. Yeah. Um, I think Fulham will get the win here. Um, it'll be a tight result. The, the only match I've watched them at this season was when United played with them, and uh, it was a tight game. So I'm going to go 1-0 Fulham and Mitrovic to score. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know, lads. I, I just like... I just think something has to change for Fulham. Um, like I said, with Water saying they're going down, 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 and the season now return. I think didn't Scott Parker call them out after the game? Pretty much wants to see a little bit of a reaction from them. So oui. yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering now, is this going to be game? Now I still don't think they're probably good enough to be Wolves. So I'm going to say a draw on this one, um, and I'm going to go with a one-all draw. And um, I think Luckman is injured this week. Am I right in saying that? I think he, he came might be off, on the came off last weekend. So yeah, I think he, I think he might really? be injured. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Neto to score. Um, I, think, I just think I think Wolves will will be winning and then Fulham might just might just equalise. So um, lads, we're gonna move on to the next game. Sorry, lads. Just one thing I wanted to do because every week I fucking forget and I've had this for a while. I never I didn't do it at the start of this either, but I have to do it. It was really yeah. Cool. New graphics, but look, I, lads, it's it's all a work in progress. You, 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 one, you don't the radio once, and all of a sudden you do all these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, lads, we're moving on to the next game. Uh, Man City. <laughs> Man City and Leeds, lads. So Twelve on Saturday. Uh, one to four for City. Five to one for the draw, and Leeds are ten to one. Lala, what way do you see this? And I'm seeing this being an absolute spank fest, or. Like obviously, Leeds conceding that will and fucking scoring that will. Absolute goal fest them. Well, I'm yeah. hoping they, um, not a result that I'm going to want. I don't think Leeds have any chance of getting one. Um, but I'm going to go 4-2 to City. Oh, interesting. And four scorer or goal, any goal scorer, I suppose? Any goal scorer. Um, we'll go with Gondogan. Ooh, Gondogan. Waters Gondogan. Uh, what do you reckon yourself? Uh, with Graham on this one I don't see anything but a City win and I think it's going to be probably more than four goals I just I can easily see City winning kind of 5-2 with this one so I actually am going to go 5-2 and four goals (laughs) (laughs) it could literally be anyone but I'm going to go for Diaz actually alright interesting Mix it up. Uh, Connor? Yeah, it's hard to look past City, really. Um, I think Leeds have, Leeds have shored up a little bit at the back recently. Um, last week, obviously, they were playing Sheffield United, so I don't think it really counts. But obviously, they recently enough, they kept clean sheets against Chelsea as well um, mm. and looked solid at the back. Um, Cock is back fit. He came oh, yeah. on last week. 
for the last 20 minutes. So hopefully he'll get a start now next week or this weekend. Yeah. Um, so no, too much in front up. for City. Um, I can see City resting players for for yes. next week as well. So I'm actually going to say a 3-1 City win. And I'm going to go with Aguero. I reckon Aguero is going to start and get a run. Yeah, obviously coming back and uh, obviously his, his final farewell. Is this kind of the one He's where a- he wins the Champions League this year maybe? I, I, I said that initially as well, not initially, but when kind of we got through the knockout stages, I don't. I still think City have the the hex or the the voodoo oh, yeah. with Champions League. Uh, yeah. I still think they will win it. I still think he'll leave City without winning it, even though he said he wasn't going to leave until he won it. Um, but these are the games that he's going to play in now, when they have a, an important European fixture coming up. The league is pretty much not done and dusted, but they're obviously running away with it still at the top. Um, these are the games that he'll play in, and he's obviously bound to score a goal eventually again, you know. Yeah, cool. Just before we move on to the next person, there's just a couple of comments in there. I just want to just quickly go through them. Um, who's better, Gary Medine or Timo? Where I don't know who they are. So, anyone can anyone chime in on them? Does anybody yeah, know Gary Medine played yeah. with, with Cardiff, didn't he? Don't know. Yeah, I'd say Timo. Nice he, uh, he was a great wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Podixki or Ozil? Podolski or Pudolski. Yeah, 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 Yeah, Pudolski. Yeah, Pudolski. Yeah, Pudolski. Yeah, Pudolski. Yeah, Yeah, John Terry. Where are they Ever or current? Current. I'd say current. Hard uh, Maguire. Diaz at the moment. Diaz is quality. Um, Thiago Silva and Gomez. Sorry, lads, I've said it. Get off your high horse. Thiago Silva. He's only back from an injury. No, I'd say Sayunchu. What? God bless her, isn't it? Seriously? God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> 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 Favourite ever player, John Terry. Eric Cantona. Ryan Gates. Beckham. Connor. David Gerrard. No, it's not. Lana, who's yours? Ronaldinho. Like, who, who did I fanboy over when I was a kid? Like, oh, Robbie Keane. Oh, Robbie Keane. <laughs> 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 I used to love Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, obviously. And, and that's why I was defending him. He never wrong. played an Astro because of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Huh? He never played an Astro because of him. Yeah, or Crumlin. Watching that back. Um, <laughs> Don't change your mind. If you change your player, is your favorite player? Sorry about wrong. Uh, it was fair. That's that's the same thing. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Paddy, Paddy, do you use Paddy Power? I am Paddy Power. He is Paddy Power. Yeah. Don't yeah. let him on anymore. Paddy, I was using Paddy Power. I'm using Skybet at the moment, lately. Yeah, Skybet's pretty good. Skybet wants to sponsor me. I'll have a T-shirt off them. Love the stitch two together, and uh, Andy McNulty's come in over three and a half goals at six to five. I presume that's the City and Leeds game, so that's City actually Leeds. a bad price. That's actually a really good price, isn't it? Yeah. Falls in with all the uh, should have been tens of thousands, isn't that? Yeah. Right, uh, sorry, lads, we're gonna go back to the game there. So, Chris, what do you reckon on this one? Uh, goal fest again yourself, or do you reckon? Uh, 
Yeah, similar to the lads. I think even if City do have like a slightly weak inside, it's hard to it's hard to look past them being comfortable winners. Uh, I think stylistically, it's just a good matchup for them. So stylistically, oh, that's a good sentence. Oh, that was good. He's back, baby. That. I might clip that. And put you my have written down on So yeah, I'd say I I would have said three one as well. Um, goal scorer, I'll go for De Bruyne if he plays. Yeah, okay. Uh, Paddy? Yeah, the weekend team, obviously, in preparation for the Champions League game during the week, but they still, Leeds haven't got a chance. Man City are just uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I'm going to go 2-0 Man City and uh, Phil Foden to score. Uh, lads, it's so hard to pick a fucking like a player from the Manchester City team oh, on your fancy football. No, just in general, a, a player. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I had, yeah. I had uh, Cancelo and Stones and Sterling last week. I think Sterling played and played like, maybe 15, 20 minutes or something. And Cancelo and Sterling, or Cancelo and Stones didn't even play. So it's so hard to pick because that team is so good. But um, I think I'll probably bash them in this one. Um, we're going to go with 4 1 win for City. I'm going to say De Bruyne, but I'm not going to say De Bruyne to score first. I'm going to say De Bruyne to score twice. So he might score first. And first. Oh, a bracer. I'm going, to say, I'm going to say a bracer. So brace yourself for De Bruyne there, lads. Uh, lads, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Saturday, 3 o'clock, Liverpool versus Aston Villa. Uh, Connor, obviously being the Liverpool fan there, just a quick word on what happened to you today in the Champions League, we don't want. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, like, it, it, was, it was embarrassing. Like, it was... Oh, I know. Say that again. Like, long... <laughs> yeah. It was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was direct football is what tore them apart. Like, and it's, it's horrible to see. Like, it was... They got torn apart by long ball football. And it's what's not killing them all season. It's why Villa beat Liverpool 7-2 in the reverse fixture. It's why they are beaten by Fulham. It's why they drop points against Sheffield United. They they play too high. They don't have the quality of the back to cover in. Trent was exposed again. Again. The, really badly. With again against a fellow who hasn't scored a goal in 33 games. Yeah. Like that's why I, I put up in the group before he scored. I was like, Vinicius Jr. looks like it's not because he became a better player overnight it's because of who he's playing against he had the, the run of it um it's disappointing that liverpool pressed so high but still didn't want to press modric or cruz on the ball i was like if you're going to press that high press the players who can play those long passes they didn't do that either so they 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 walked they, they walked into exactly what madrid wanted out of them they they played high and they didn't press the people who were dangerous on the ball. Um, in the next, in the return fixture now, they're going to have to put more people into midfield, people who are willing to chase the ball down. Naby Keita wasn't willing to chase the ball down. Um, Wijnaldum had an off day, wasn't willing to chase the ball down. It was left to Fabinho a lot. Um, they just need to have workhorses in there just to stop the two lads because they are still dangerous going forward against the week in Madrid back four. Ramos won't be fit again. Varane will probably still miss it because of, I think it's COVID he had. Um, so he probably still won't be available for next week. Um, so they still have, they still have danger going forward. Um, what about, well, like, what about, you have to question Klopp there about not playing, not starting Thiago. Like, does that not come into it, like, in certain K? And I, you, like, 
Do you know what I mean? I, I would. I was more upset that he didn't start James Milner in midfield after Milner started against Ayrs on the weekend. If he doesn't have the legs, fair enough. But I think the game needed someone, maybe who doesn't have the same quality as Thiago, but would have run around for sixty minutes and then given him the hook, taken him off, and brought on someone like Thiago. As I said what we needed in the midfield was we didn't need to win the midfield battle. We just needed to make Cruz and Modric work. We yeah. didn't have to work. They sat and they sat in the pocket, picked the ball up. Sprayed the ball 70 yards, sprayed the ball 60 yards, and hurt Liverpool where they're the weakest, which is the right fall and yeah. the two centre-halves. Um, I can see focus still shifting to Madrid for next week. I don't know why. I can't see them overturning the three-goal deficit, really, um, or two goals, whatever it might be, but they need to score three. Um but I can still see this being like that second string team. I can see Oxide Chamberlain playing. I can see probably Milner playing because he won't play. I can probably see Arigi playing, Shakiri playing. Um, and I think Villa will get something out of the game, to be honest. Um, especially the way they came back last week. So I'm gonna do- I'll dive in. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a one-all draw, and I'm going to go with El Ghazi to score for for Villa. Oh, interesting. Uh, Paddy, what do you reckon? 7-2 the reverse fixture earlier in the year um, it's going to be nothing like that I think Liverpool will have a point to prove not only for the way they lost during the week but the way they've been performing in Anfield uh, this year or this season but they had a good result against Arsenal but that just shows again how bad Arsenal were which they were absolutely tripe I was watching the highlights and they did not press Dreadful. from the front from the front through the whole game I think they had one shot on goal in the first half, uh, like three touches in the box in the opposition box. They were just, they were they were shocking. Um, but Liverpool done the job. Uh, Jota made a big difference coming in for them, and I think he will in this game as well. Um, he's going to be go. a serious kind of player to have back, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a big game player. It looks like he's a big game player. He wouldn't have had that yeah. Wolves run like that, you know. We no. thought, but I think take him out like instead of Fabinho. Um, he remind he, he reminds like. As clinical as, say, when Salah last year, yeah. in the sense of as important, probably, you know, his finishing, he, taking his chances. Just, yeah, yeah, taking his chances. Sc- he, scores all, he scores all type of goals, in fairness to him. He scores yeah. with his head, he scores in the box, he's confident one-on-one with a goalkeeper, take the ball around a goalkeeper, and that's something Liverpool haven't had. Salah mm. goes down the line, comes in on the left foot, edge of the box, that's yeah. his goal. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. Jota has that... That little bit of a range about him, like a, like a number nine should, you know, he's not a poacher. He's a number, he's a number yeah, nine. Yeah, poacher, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going. I'm going to actually go with as much as it pains me. I'm going to go for a Liverpool win. I'm going to go for a two-one win, and I go for Jota for goal scorer. Nice one, uh, Chris. What do you reckon? Uh, similar to Paddy, I think that yeah, they're not having a good time of it, which I'm very happy to see. But <laughs> I think they've. I think they've got enough about them to bounce back, especially going from Madrid to Villa. Like no offense to Villa, they've been good this season, but the quality of the squad is nowhere near the quality of what they played against the other night. So yeah. I think that they'll be out for blood basically, and they'll they'll try and, and attack from the first minute basically. Yeah. Um, I think maybe two nil. Um, and I'll go for uh, Salah first goal scorer. All right, uh, Lala. Um. Kind of repeating what bits of what each of the lads have said there. Um, I know the other night the kind of direct football really, really did affect Liverpool, but I, I don't think that Villa will maybe adopt that type of style with Ollie Watkins up front. I don't, 
I, I still think they'll try to play football, which might suit Liverpool. Um, I think it'll be a difficult game. Um, I'm going to go with a draw. I'll go with a one-all draw. I wouldn't be surprised midweek if Liverpool come out with some Champions League magic that I'm just going to hate to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, if the fans are in the stadium, I'd be worried, but without the fans, I don't think yeah, so. I know that, I know that I'm not. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go one-all draw the weekend. And any scorers for us? Scorers, uh, I'm going to go Jota. Oh, yeah. Uh, War, what do you reckon? Yeah, it's it's an interesting game. I was kind of surprised about Connor Connor saying that they might play a weakened team here, but like I don't think they can afford to. Can they though? Yeah. Like with the way the league is going and the way top four is, I understand you're resting players from Madrid and you kind of need a cup run, but it's it is an important it's an important game in itself. Like you know, Tottenham are in there, Chelsea are in there. You know, like there's. They're running out of games at this stage. Now, they've done great to get to where they are now. Like, they're within touching distance of top four. And a few weeks ago, we didn't think they would ever get there. I think they're going to do Villa here. I think it will be a 2-1 win. It will be a hard-fought one, but I think they will get over the line. I think they've come through a hard spell, and the international break was came just when they needed it. And I'm going to go for Trent to score the winner. Oh, in his own goal against, for Villa against, against <laughs> no uh, sorry what, I'm, I'm sorry colleague I'm just going off Klopp in his post-match yesterday sorry two days ago commented about Oxide Chamberlain coming back Shakiri having a good run of form with Switzerland so the only reason I went on that is because he, he's brought them up in his post-match interview makes me think that these fellas are these players are going to get a run soon um, oh, okay. he didn't bring up players who have played so that's why you think okay he's building these lads up because they're going to play at the weekend so he can drop them again for, for next week what would you prefer though what would you prefer to see again it's the team against so, Villa would you prefer a weaker or a stronger the strongest team possible well like I don't know I still don't know what team Klopp thinks is the strongest team he has and I'm I'm an advocate for playing the game that you're playing or playing the team that you're playing against, especially when you're away from home. They should have set up to play against Real Madrid away. They didn't set up to play Real Madrid away. They set up again to play Arsenal during the week, which it's not the same quality of player. It's not the same quality of manager, I would say, or the same quality of a, a, a team tactic. Um, they didn't set up to play Real Madrid away and they got punished for it. Um I still would like to see the likes of James Milner play during the week against Real Madrid to shut down the two lads in midfield because Real Madrid, if they're winning games, or they're, they're obviously winning an aggregate, they're all they're going to do is pop balls into the corner all day long. They're just going to keep turning the, the back four. So we need to try to get in there and, and stop those balls being played 60, 70 yards forward to actually win the ball back out the pitch. So he needs to play the front four that he did against Arsenal in the second half. He needs to play with legs in midfield and then just hope they don't get hit on the counter the Henderson effect isn't it you're really missing him now he's just very simple just, isn't he, he keeps it just, just, for the, just for the engine just for someone yeah. to take the midfield the over Fabinho can't do it on his own as much as he does it in his own position he can't cover across in a, in a 4 3 3 can eight. Milner not do a similar job oh, that's what I'm saying I'd love to see Milner playing he played no, but I mean, all season. why hasn't he done it all season like the, I don't like know. If he, I, I, I don't know oh. if he has forty-four games in him. To be honest, he has, but he's gone back to this thing with Navi Keita now again, which is another thing that I mentioned earlier on. Like the players 
not a hundred percent fit. He hasn't featured enough games. I wouldn't have dropped him into to play in Madrid in his first game back in whatever that is, four weeks. And because he's in and out with the squad so much, I would have just set up with Kea has more ability than Milner, 100%. But I'll set up with legs in midfield. We'll lose the midfield battle quality wise, but they won't get enough time on the ball to actually produce what they can produce. And it didn't work out that way, in the first, especially in the first half. Um, so that's why I would like to see legs in there, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, Milner, and then try to get players as much forward as possible, or even play Milner and Fabinho together. And then try just to get the four lads up top then between Jota, Firmino, uh, Salah, and Mane. War, what's your score prediction on that one? Uh, 2 1 Liverpool, sorry. And then Trent. Right. Um, just a quick one on, on Liverpool, lads. I think we're brushing over a lot of fucking absolute bullshit going on with Liverpool this year. Like, Klopp for me has been one of the worst managers in the se- of the season. And I, I'm like, I mean that in the nicest way possible because. I like the guy, but he's fucking. He's got the world champions there. He's got no. sorry. He's got he's got the English champions there, and he's he's so badly underperforming that it's absolutely ridiculous. We could say there's, there's injuries and stuff like that. Again, we've had this debate before where oh yeah, the injuries, blah blah blah. Comes down to him, his training regime with the with the muscle injuries or whatever. But like how I, I just I just I just find it so humbling for Liverpool fans to like just crawl back into their caves and just like just like they're, they're not bullshit anymore good. with them like. Yeah, I think it shows a lot about Klopp's persona when we all liked him when he's winning, but when he's losing, he's one of the worst managers I've ever seen for throwing tantrums, for just yeah. handling excuses. the media poorly, throwing excuses around, exactly. You know, Mourinho. I just want to ask Chris about this because we never really got Chris's opinion on like Klopp for this season. Like, like <laughs> we've had this debate, we've had this debate the day before where uh, <laughs> So we, we've had this debate where, like, can Klopp get sacked this season? Is it, is it like, is it a realistic thing? Like, can Klopp get sacked? As far as I'm concerned, every single Liverpool fan that I've spoken to, like, they could finish fucking in the relegation zone and they wouldn't get sacked. Like, do you think that's a, that's good enough for a manager of, at a club, what they've done last season and his fucking reputation? Uh, <laughs> every manager is sackable, like, of course. There's yeah. just a... I think that for what he's done for Liverpool, they probably won't do it this season, regardless of how badly they did. Just because you can't... It's actually comical. Like, if you'd have sat down and said, Liverpool were going to win the league last year, you wouldn't have believed it. Never mind that they were going to win the league and then come back to midway through this season relying on fucking James Milner to come on and play. And, like, give over. <laughs> fucking hell. Like, it was funny because, like, obviously all the Liverpool fans were blowing smoke up their own holes and thought it was the best thing ever because they were winning the league by a mile and they were wiping the floor with Pete with teams that season. And then the transfer window came around. There was no movement. They were like, why would you need to buy anyone? Should we have the best team? in England and now they're fucking struggling for players they're all swinging out of walls and training they don't have a fucking clue what's going on there's injuries left right and centre and now they're struggling really the struggling only one, the only them. one that they're going back to is Van Dijk and that's the only player they keep going back to but I was, all, I was always under the idea that you, you can't win a squad you can't win a league back to back to back with the same squad you have to invest in the squad so for me I always said I said this Last season in the podcast, and again when the season started, that they had to invest in the summer. They That's always what a reasonable a set, football fan would say, Connor. But most half, Liverpool fans aren't. Centre half and a centre <laughs> forward was always on the agenda for Liverpool before they got the injuries. 
So regardless yeah, no, of what injuries came around, no, I always said a centre half. I'd always said to bring in the likes of Koulibaly is what I had said during the summer. I'd always said to bring in the likes of your man who's now gone to Bayern Munich from uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Can't think of your man's name now. Upa Meccano. Um I'd always said they needed to bring in a top quality centre half and they paid him money for one because Joe Gomez was always an injury liability. He broke in his leg. He had done his knee. He did his knee again this season. You can't rely on that and have no no fall back onto. In, in defence to Klopp, I, I don't think it was his decision that nobody came in. Um, I think he would have liked that's and bullshit. Have that's bullshit. Like he, Klopp can't Klopp can't hide his emotions. If he yeah. wasn't happy with what was going on in the boardroom, especially yeah. after winning them that first league in so long, there's not a hope he'd have hung around or kept his mouth his mouth shut about it. Yeah. I actually felt like coming up towards the end of the, the transfer window, I don't remember exactly what it was that he said, but I remember there being a couple of interviews or, or press conferences where he made yeah. a couple of comments that I felt like he was trying to put pressure on the board yeah. to yeah. make the changes or to make uh, some signings without actually going out and slating them. So I think that you could tell for me anyway that the same way Paddy was saying, like when he's losing his, his head is gone and he can't help himself it's the same for me in the transfer window he wasn't but, getting what he but, wanted and he was Fergie, starting to show it Fergie used to lay those little digs out as well like and not I know not, yeah but please don't, don't ever compare don't that compare I'm actually a fan there as a Chelsea fan that you fought to throw them in the same bracket there like Frank you've been fucking blowing smoke up his hole all year like wow, so manager. <laughs> wow, manager. Wow, fucking manager. actually I think Holly's delaying the, the next conversation we're about to have is about Chelsea no, I don't know. No, I don't think Chelsea. Yeah, next game, week, lads, sorry. Next game, <laughs> yeah, Palace, Chelsea, London. Yeah, we, we, no, like, we if, we're gonna, if we're all going to try and give slightly unbiased views of our clubs and try to be fucking realistic, you you need to do it yourself, like me. <laughs> yes, you. Tuchel, Tuchel, here you Tuchel. go. This is what you want. This is what you want. Tuchel, lamps back in. Both of them. Both of them. I won't have a debate. Thiago Silva out. Jorginho out. Jorginho. Pulisic out. Ziyech out. Havertz out. Right. Werner um, out. Sorry, I'm going to give me score breaks on this. Liverpool, uh, I think they're going to get a win here. And I think I think they're going to bounce back. I think it's going to be 3-1. Um, and I think oh. is going to score. Uh, lads, we're moving on to the next one. Palace and Chelsea. Uh, Palace are 6-1. to one. Great price. Great team. Uh, draws three to one and Chelsea are one to two. Uh, this is on a half five on Saturday, lads. Um, just looking at Chelsea there against fucking West Brom, it was Sam. it was poor. Legend. Like it, it wasn't even <laughs> like that. We didn't play that badly at the fuck for the for the first thirty minutes, and then Thiago Silva got a ridiculous second yellow card. It wasn't a yellow card and got sent off. Now. That's not an excuse because, as far as I'm concerned, we should have been able to cope with that. Um, tactically, Sounds like an excuse. Tactically, Tucho made a change and he brought off... Um, who did he bring off at the time? He brought off Ziyech and brought back on... Uh, Rudiger, I think. Broke back mountain. Um, no, uh, Christensen. Was Christensen, sorry, yeah. Christensen, yeah. Um, so, there should have been no excuses there for them not to beat West Brom. Uh, as far as I was concerned... Jorginho cost us that game. Um, the first two goals, sorry, the first, the first goal he gave away the ball. Um, I think the second one, then he put Thiago Silva under pressure, and then 
I think the third one, he put Thiago Silva under pressure again and caused him to get sent off. So as far as I'm concerned, Jorginho cost us that game. Um, sent off after 20 minutes. No, no, I don't think so. I think we should have had enough. We should have had enough to... Uh, we were one nil up. Yeah, so we should have had enough to uh, be a, a, an 18th fucking... Or a 19th uh, West Brom team. So well, yeah, it's very I, card. First yellow card was uh, it was a yellow card. He was the the lad was I think it was Robinson was through on goal or something. He pulled him back. It was it was in seven minutes. No, it was hundred percent. You take it. He, he was he was true on goal. Like he was going to win and score. Like so, you take it. It was a definitely after, after that. What? And you don't put anything in it. You don't go into a situation that you might get a yellow card, but then after that. it's not even a debate. That wasn't even a, a foul. Never mind a yellow card. Did you see the tackle? Yes, it is, yeah. And in your eyes, as someone who fucking loves a tackle, and you're gonna say that's a foul and a yellow card. No, but you don't go, you don't try and attempt to make he didn't put himself in that situation. The ref did. Um look, I, I just think it was it was poor. And look, I'm not I'm not making excuses here. I did say Chelsea are gonna finish <laughs> second. It's probably not uh probably not gonna happen now. Um but like when I look at the likes of Werner there and I just it's gotten to the stage where I don't feel sorry for him anymore. I just fucking, I just, I'd, I'd rather just fucking sell him out. This what, about, what about Ziyech, who is better than Messi? Uh, I didn't say, I never said that. Um, but I did say that he does have a very similar uh, passing vision than, than Messi does in terms of the way he looks for pass. Um, what weird though is? <laughs> no, just he looks for the cross ball. If you watch, if you watch the edge and watch Messi, the two of them always do it. If they're out on the right, they'll cut inside and then look for that ball. Straight Is that on the not the most here. common ball in just, football? Just, just the way he does it. Just the way he delivers it. He is uh, very good delivery of the ball. Uh, I'm not happy with Ziyech this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy with Ziyech this year. I'm not happy with Havertz. He can fuck off as well. Um, Pulisic hasn't been getting a fair run, and I think that comes down to two, so I think he needs to be playing him a lot more. He is injury-prone, but um, he should definitely be playing more. more, more Ziyech, Havertz, and Werner were the future. So, uh, yeah, well, look, I didn't say that, so... Can I ask you a question? Is that a, is that a failure of Frank? Because he was the one that made them signings. Well, like? actually, if, if, you remember, if you remember a couple of... Um, couple of weeks ago and I think it was the he week ran. after Lampard got sent off I did say that they'd come out and said that Lampard didn't actually purchase them players so four seasons in Rome as well they'll come good yeah no we do look no. I do I, I'm more optimistic for Werner than I am for fucking like, from Havertz Havertz just seems to be a lazy cunt like um, I, 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 Werner I agree with you there it's four seasons there, there, no, a, lot, a lot of players to blood in that's why I felt for Frank I think yeah. you know what in the season, see how he was next year. I do think Tuchel is a top class manager and you will come good next year. Yeah. Um and just give it No, time. I do think I do think Werner definitely, but, but I, I just think the likes of Havertz there needs a fucking kick up the arse. Like he's his yeah. work rate. If he, if you're not playing bad, at least work. Like that's what Werner's doing. He's working his bollocks off, like which I admire. Like there is no, there is some there is some traits that carry across no matter if it is the first season. Like, if fans can see him yeah. working, fans yeah. usually will understand. That's basic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you're not breaking, you're not breaking sweat, and you're playing on the wing, there's something going on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mendy during the week pulled off a couple of good saves, and Mason Mount's torn for that goal, man. I don't know how oh, many times I've watched that. Right. Yeah, lads, right. lads, if we're going to talk about Chelsea's last game, uh, why are we not talking about the Atletico Madrid game? Or sorry, the Porto game? Uh, why are we talking about all this? 
in the history. Fuck the history. Like, because you know it, it was Porto, that's why. It wasn't even, po- wasn't even Porto in Porto. Porto Champions League. Champions League, lads. Uh, Connor, you won't know about that oh, next year. Uh, no, look, lads. Well. Yeah, chilly fucking. Too soon. Big weekend. I going to say, where are Chelsea in the league? Can I just say, and I'm going to just make a bold statement here. Chelsea are going to win the Champions League. And this is how it's going to go. <laughs> and they're going to finish second. Well, last this year. And second. This is how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to beat Porto 2-1 next week. Um, then we're going to play Liverpool. Liverpool are going to do something outstanding in the Champions League. And then we're going to beat them. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. No, no, we're not playing. We're, we're going to play your PlayStation off. No, yeah. Then <laughs> like, well. no, we're going to beat Real Madrid. Real Madrid are beatable. And then we're going to meet City in the final. And then uh, we're going to just see. <laughs> <laughs> No, what do you think we're going to get to the final? Um, we're going to win it. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, so we Paddy, up leading Chelsea. Paddy, oh, Paddy, Paddy, here, just going to jump um, into a comment here before you do that, Paddy. Uh, he undone all his good work this season. Most opposition fans are jealous of how likable Klopp was, but he's gone full Mourinho in post-game press conferences, never taking any blame and all oh, excuses. Do you know what? I love that because that is a hit the fucking nail on the head there. That's hundred percent what the fuck is going on there. And yeah. I don't think it's, it's because no one no one really saw Klopp lose that often. I think that was the reason he probably was always like oh, that. that he didn't lose that often at Dortmund, and because yeah, he had he had an underdog squad, he had lost all the squads to the team yeah. that were beating him all the time. He had lost no, Lewandowski. He start he start whinging when his players were being sold, like seriously whinging. And then he, there was no one to be replaced. If your players then, got sold, you your biggest rival. Imagine if all the United players were sold to City, and all of a sudden, all Goats was sold. Goats was sold. That was it. Lewandowski was sold. No, when they start going downhill, it was just Goats. That was it. Lads, we're gonna we're gonna get score prediction on this one. Water, give us the score prediction on this match. Uh, I'm gonna go two one Chelsea, and I'm going to go with Reese James to score. Okay, uh, Connor. I am going to go to nil Chelsea, and I'm going to say Mason Mount. Okay, uh, Chris. Uh, I am going to go to nil Chelsea, and I will say uh, Mount as well. Paddy. Uh, just quickly on our conversation last week about Ireland. Um, again, a job, a job Big Sam could do for Ireland. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like if you're looking at long ball job, you know the way you had Callum Robinson playing there. Oh, I just think yeah. he'd definitely do a better job than Kenny. Uh, yeah. That's some segue go, that was, isn't it? I'm gonna go, <laughs> gonna go for two all. Stop being bitter because you're a Dortmund comment. Big Sam. Big Sam. We were just talking about Big Sam winning yeah. a lot of game last week. James McCarthy is the only Irish player out of these two teams as well. Is he? Think so. Oh. <laughs> Anthony Rudiger. Anthony Rudiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, um, who's your goal scorer? Um, Zaha. Okay. Uh, Lana. Um, oh, we lost. Big London derby. Big London derby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Difficult game. I mean, All the fans. Game. I might my head over myself. Uh, but Ooh. no, I'm going to go two 0 Chelsea. But I think Tammy Abraham's going to get the run the line this weekend. So I'm going to go Tammy Abraham. Interesting. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it might be a tighter game than that. Um, 
I gotta say one nil to Chelsea. I think it might be tight game. I think definitely gonna be a draw half time, and then maybe Chelsea to win. So that might be might be one to do. So draw half time, Chelsea to win. Don't know what odds he's getting it. Maybe two to one, three to one. Uh, I'm gonna say one nil, and I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a Kovacic goal. He never scores, but I'm gonna say Kovacic to score. Um, we didn't go in. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> for a good reason. <laughs> He has a better odds on Kovacic to score than Werner. Yeah, yeah. Get better, score, better odds on Mendy to score than Werner. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, we're going on to the next one. Uh, Burnley and Newcastle, 5 to 4 for Burnley, 21 to 10 for the draw, and 12 to 5 for Newcastle. Uh, Lads, we'll just get quick score predictions on, the, on, on these games. We still have a bit to cover, and we're nearly an hour in. So, uh, Water, give us a score prediction on this. Just a little quick, if you need to say just. Get it in there real quick for I still think Newcastle are going to stay up. You know, it's just going to happen. Um, <laughs> I can't heads. see it being. Yeah, Steve Heads. Got to love. It's going to be a one-all draw. I think that's all it's going to be. Newcastle are going to scrape by and stay in the Premier League by draws alone in the next few games. Nice, uh, Connor. Fuck Newcastle. One-nil Burnley. Chris Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. I go nil all. Four Goal scorer. <laughs> uh, Paddy. One nil Burnley. Chris Woods. And Lala. It's gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go three here. I'm gonna go one nil Burnley as well. Jeff Hendrick to disappoint and return. Did anyone see the the streaker at the United game? <laughs> like Salah, doesn't he? Yeah. Like Mohamed Salah. Salah, Salah streaking in the game. Getting a bit of extra cardio in. <laughs> uh, lads, I'm gonna say a one say one nil Burnley and Jeff Hendrick. No, like yeah. Jeff Hendrick, a poor return. I'm gonna go McNeil. Jeff Hendrick. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I McNeil. thought I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with a one all draw and I'm gonna go with Going to go with Maximum. He's not injured, is he? So no, Maximum. He's back east, still is. Okay, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. I think he's back. I'm going to go. I'll go with him. Uh, lads, we move on. West Ham and Leicester. This will actually be a savage game, I reckon. Uh, 15, to, 15 to 8 for West Ham. 23 to 10 for the draw. And Leicester, 29 to 20. Um, Chris, what are you making this one? Uh, got the fucking jelly thing saying down there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be probably the best game of the weekend. To be honest, I yeah. can see goals happening for both teams. Um, I'm actually for a change looking forward to watching Jesse Lingard playing, which is nice as a United fan. I was actually devastated that he left, but I felt like he did have to because it just wasn't working for him. Yeah. So I'm delighted that he's doing well. Um, so for me, I think I could see it being two all, and I'm gonna go for Jay Ling's to score. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Connor, yeah, Chris, Chris, sorry, Chris, if you're going to say Jay Lings, you have to do the symbol. Okay, it's... We do don't have to do all Yeah, Is that not the fucking uh, Swanton bomb? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. Hardy from the top of the right. <laughs> that's how you do it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's how it does. Oh, all right. I wonder if that any reference to it. Uh, Connor, yeah. what do you reckon? Jaylings, bruv. <laughs> I was looking, I was thinking as well about... about the, the looking and thinking, first. Jesus. Jesus, calm down. Um, <laughs> They're not, um, 
float around. Can glasses have enough? To... <laughs> 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 oh, fuck's sake. I think Leicester have enough to uh, to uh, to beat West Ham in the end. Instead of being loads of goals, I'm gonna go three two West or three two Leicester. You said three two West Ham. Three two Leicester. And I'm gonna go with Jamie Vardy. (laughs) What? He's out with drink. He needs to go get one now. I can actually see Leicester winning comfortably here. I think West Ham have been doing great, but I think Leicester are on a slightly different level. Okay. I'm going to go Leicester 3 1 with Barnes. No, Barnes is out injured with his knee, isn't he? So Tielemans. He was having a fine bit of form lately. Lawler looks shocked. So uh, just to say that, like they're on a completely different level, is just beyond me. And then, so with I, the, what do you reckon? No, um, I think it'd be a really good game. Um, I, I, I think West Ham are going to nick it. I'm going to say two-one West Ham. I think they've been very, very strong. Disappointed, mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah. Concede two against uh, Wolves. I thought they'd, they'd hold out and be stronger at the back, and um, but I think they're going to win this one against Leicester and go two one. Interesting. And uh, can you give us a scorer, please? As much as I love the guy, um, I'm going to go with Jesse Lingard. <laughs> um, no. How do you reckon? <laughs> sign. Have to eat me words about L fucking J Lings or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't whatever know. it is. Um, yeah, I said I said he'd come in, have a couple of good games, and then his form would fall off a cliff. But uh, he's doing absolutely brilliantly. He was amazing in, his, in the last game. Um, and I think West Ham will do a job here as well. They've been on a good run of form. Um, I'm going to go for a West Ham win. I'm going to go for a three-one win, and I'm going to go for um, Jay Ling's to score first. Do we have time to digress here on this? Go on. No, I was just wondering what 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 the lads think. Um, the change in form for Lingard, what was it been? I know he had his difficulties up in Manchester, family wise and stuff. Run of games, I'd say. Huh? Mm. I'd say run of games. Yeah, I think so. Can I just ask you, as Liverpool, as as United fans, obviously Martial's out for the rest of the season now. Would you like to have him back? Like, would you be? I know, obviously, when he was there, he wasn't in the form he's in now. But not a striker. Like, uh, he's not a striker. Martial would be out right, really, wouldn't he? Obviously, you've been playing more. No, no, Marshall was through yeah. the centre this season. He was number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. If, sure. if it was not him, it was Cavani. So, yeah, he, he would have just think, been an option, wouldn't he? The, the only way Lingard would have a future at United is if he could accept being like a Daniel James type player. He'll never play yeah. week in, week out. But if he yeah. could be a squad player, he'll, he'll yeah. come back. Boy, to, yeah, that, at the same time, I don't think he can perform the way he is now if he's not getting that game time. So, yeah. I don't no. think he ever yeah. will yeah. come back to United. I think this is. Yeah, this is best case scenario now for United. He's out yeah. in the shop window. He's gone on loan. He's he's getting the the minutes in. He's doing well. He's he's building up the price tag every game more yeah. or less. Yeah, this suits him. Like you can see, it really does suit him. Like being at that level. Like I don't think he is like good enough to be. And I never did think he was good enough to be at that in Manchester United level. Like and um, don't get me wrong. as well. I think really suits him. I, yeah. I think yeah. are, yeah, Connor, you're right. I think the players around them really suit him. Like yeah. he has two, he has two quick players in the wing. He has Antonio who holds the ball up really well, and yeah. he knows he can play off of 
Antonio showing the feet in behind. Really, well, he doesn't get as goal the weekend if it wasn't for Ant- Antonio's run. Yeah. It's a great run by Antonio. It was a great run, wasn't it? It was very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he plays. He plays that sh- like that Shearer role and like a Shearer and Sutton, or he plays that like that smaller role in, in that big man front too. And you think you have to play that way if you want to get the most out of him, which teams aren't going to say he's not good enough to say you know they're going to set up a team around. This is how Jesse Lingard plays. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it yeah. fit in with what Moyes had at West Ham. So yeah. Um, I'm just going to give, we're going to move on, lads. Um, I, I'm going to give me score prediction. I'm going to say a one-all draw here. I think it'll be a tight game. Um, I think Fornals is probably going to score for, for West Ham. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a tight game. I think it'll be a good game, though. It might be end-to-end. Um, I just think we might lack a lot of goals, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll probably get two. Um, lads, I'm going to move on to the next one there. Uh, half four on Sunday. Spurs and United, lads. Um 19 to 10 for Spurs, 12 to 5 for the draw, and 11 to 8 for United. Um, Paddy, what do you reckon on this one? Do you reckon Mourinho's going to get a good result? We know he's an expert at getting results against big teams, but do you reckon he's, he's able to do it now, or has he lost the dressing room with Spurs? Spurs have the worst record of conceding goals in the towards the end of the game. United have the best record record of scoring goals towards the end Ooh. of the game. So I can see That's so I can see Spurs going ahead um in this game, Harry Kane. Yeah. And then United coming back to the second half. The the last week, I'll be honest with you, an awful lot of results, even the Chelsea results, I was kinda of saying to myself, there's a hangover after the international break. There really yeah, is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you, you know you could see in the United game as well, you know, it's gonna take a couple of more training sessions for them to really start gelling together. Yeah. Um, but again, then United are not blowing anybody away this season. But again, they're so hard to beat. So, so hard to beat. Um, and Spurs lashed us out earlier in this season after just saying we're so hard to beat. But that yeah. was the one big defeat we had this year, or yeah, this season. So um, I think they'll be out for revenge. So, so I'm going to go for a United win, uh, 2-1. But Harry Kane to score first. And I think I think we should have a conversation about where do where do we think Harry Kane should he stay at Spurs or leave? Yeah, um, it is a good it is a good question, Chris. I'll go to you next, lads. We are an hour into it. I'm trying to move us along a little bit, but obviously this game is one we'll spend time on, so we will just fly through the rest of them. So, um, if he's anything to say on this one, just just get it in there, no worries. Uh, well, yeah, it'd be pretty similar to Paddy. I think that, you know, it will edge it. I do think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be pretty close. I think there'll be a lot of just cancelling each other out for like the first hour to 70 minutes. And then I think at the end, you know, it might be able to, to just kind of pip it. I actually think it'll just be like a 1-0, you know, and like a scrappy Dan James goal or something like that. I could see that yeah. happening. Cool. Uh, Connor. Yeah, Marino doesn't do what Marino does best, playing out for nicking a win or taking a draw if he has to. Um, can't see it being too exciting, but the way Spurs have been conceding some of their goals by mistakes, whether it's centre half, goalkeeper, they've been conceding some absolute clangers recently. So we can see it being enough for you know to nick to, to nick one or two goals and then see the rest of the game out. So I'm going to say 2-0 United, and I'm going to go with um, Fernandez. Okay, War? Uh, I think it'll be very close. There'll only be a goal in it. I'd say Spurs haven't been playing great. United aren't, as Paddy said, they're not blowing teams away, which is a big concern all the time because I think they are liable for a mistake here or there. 
it's really written for Mourinho to just nick a win if you're thinking about it from the storybooks end of it. Although I think Mourinho is more afraid of losing this game because he's be in really big trouble now if he loses this game compared yeah, to he's lost the dressing room. Yeah, I th- I, th- I just yes. think the results haven't been going his way. And I think he's going to really just focus on not losing this game. So I'm going to go for a one-all draw, actually. And I think uh, I think Harry Kane will score, and I think Spurs will definitely score first. And United will probably score in the last 10 minutes to rescue it. Okay. Mourinho's already started. Did you see Mourinho's interview last week? Um, somebody asked him, what's the difference between when you're successful and what's happening now at Tottenham? And he said something like, same manager, different players. So already yeah, now he's throwing another players, you know. Yeah, he, so he, he tends okay. tends to do that. Like uh, Lala, what do you reckon on this one? Yeah, I think it is going to be a very tight game. I agree with Kieran said. I think Mourinho's really just not going to want to lose this match. Um, but I, I think the writing's on the wall. We said it a couple of weeks ago. Daniel Levy's not a man to sit on his hands, and I think the kind of the decision is just inevitable now. Um, he's turning on the players. You see the kind of nasty side of him that we don't like to see. Um, I know we all kind of, as much as we've we've seen Mourinho in Manchester, seen him in Chelsea, we kind of wanted him to kind of turn things around and things to go well for him in sports. But I think, yeah, the writing's on the wall now. I see United getting a win. I think it'll be close. Um, I think we'll go behind and we'll win 2-1 in the end. Um, so I'm going to go 2-1 United. And I'm going to go a go from Mason Greenwood because I think he's looking to find a little bit of form now at the minute. So I've been just yeah. sl- slightly watching Glenn. a little bit of this bar fest tonight now, but I think yeah, he's shy tonight. Uh, yeah. Lads, I, I, I think um, Spurs actually by a win on this. Um, I don't know why. I think maybe make higher legs um, for for United. I don't know. And obviously with the with the injury or two, just think I might I might just catch up on them. Um, Obviously, where are they playing that in Spain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit of jet lag as well with it. Um, not, not too much, like, but um, enough to kind of affect them. I think, I think Spurs might, might nick a two-one win. To be honest with you, might, I think it'll probably be one off for the majority of the game, and then Spurs may get a late goal and just park the bus. And I don't know. I just, I just think I don't know why it's one of them games that I just feel like United are on such kind of a high or whatever at the minute. I just think this is just. Prime Mourinho kind of um, tactical genius. I don't know. Mourinho's not Mourinho anymore, though. I know. I know. It is. It is. It is a different, a difficult one with him. Like this year, like it's probably not going to last. Like I think this will be the first club he leaves without winning the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I, he's in the Carling Cup final. Don't forget that. Against City, I think. City. Oh yeah, he's still got a bit of yeah. He has a final. <laughs> He'll take his trophy and walk out the door with his trophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, lads, we're going to move on. Lawler, I think you have to you have to bail now at this stage, do you? Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah, good. Yeah, sure. right, 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 hold on one second. Here's before you go. Hey, <laughs> lads, it's Robbie here. Just want to say well done on uh, getting Graham. I thought it was very, very funny. You absolutely done him a kipper. Uh, Graham, remember, revenge is sweet. Uh, congratulations on the podcast, lads, and I look forward to coming on soon. And uh, I'll definitely answer Graham's questions then. All the rest, take care. Kino. I'll send that on to you and make sure you get your uh, questions ready because uh, I guarantee you when I'm bringing Robbie Keane on, I will not be telling you, so you might be prepared for it. 
No worries. Hello. <laughs> right, go on. Here, right. Yeah, no, no. Take care. Uh, right, lads, we're going to move on to the next game, um, which is, boom, Sheffield United and Arsenal. So 7 o'clock, uh, 21 to 4 for Sheffield United, 3 to 1 for the draw, and 8 to 15 for Arsenal. Lads, we'll just get a quick score prediction on these. We're not going to spend too much long. There's only two games left, three games left. Um, so we'll get quick score predictions on these. So what, what do you reckon on this one? Uh, well, Arsenal are atrocious how I watched them against Liverpool. I don't know oh, whether Arteta has oh. lost the dressing room or not. So I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Hmm. And probably Tierney to get a goal for Arsenal. Oh, interesting. Uh, Connor, what do you reckon? Yeah, Arsenal third last week. Sheffield United even third recently. <laughs> it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a pretty game for me either so I, but I'll still go with Arsenal to win one nil and Bacano Saka to score. Nice one. Uh Paddy. Big Dorty nil nil. Oh nice. Uh, <laughs> uh Connor. Or sorry, uh Chris. I've already said my one. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh yeah, I I don't know, it's a really tough one to call. I think that Arsenal are absolutely atrocious but i do think that they'll have enough to get a result against sheffield united like it i i mean i'd be very disappointed if they don't um i'm gonna say two nil to arsenal um and i'll go with Aubameyang. okay uh i'm kind of on the same lines that i think arsenal are probably gonna be a bit too good for this um I'm going to say, a, I think I got probably a few goals. I'm going to say 3-1 to uh, Arsenal. And I'm going to go with Aubameyang to score. Um, lads, we're going to move on to the next one, which is West Brom and Southampton. Um, 6 o'clock, 23-10 to 10 for West Brom, 23-10 to 10 for the draw, and 6-5 to 5 for Southampton. Uh, lads, what way do we reckon this one's going to go? Again, like we're not going to, obviously, West Brom coming off the, the massive win against Chelsea. They're a massive price when you look at that. Um Southampton sitting in the 13th position with 36 points, and obviously West Brom in 19 to 21. So, a bit of a gap there for me. I like to, at this stage of the season, I like to look at what who, like who it means more to. Um, obviously, West Brom have a glimmer of hope. Um, if they can pick up a couple of wins, then you never know. So, to me, 23 to 10 for, for West Brom coming off a massive win against Chelsea is a massive price. Uh, Paddy, what do you reckon on this? Do you reckon them onto something there, or do you reckon it could be just a well, yeah, no, I do. I do think again, West Brom will be uh, up for it. But then Southampton showed against Burnley there last weekend that they, they you know, they're still up for a game as well. They got the late yeah. goal; it was three-two. Um, I still, I think this will be a draw, but there'll be a few goals, and I'm going to go two all, and I'm going to go right. Callum Robinson to score first. Oh yeah, uh, Chris. What a goal by them against Chelsea. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for me, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a close one. I think um, I think Southampton will have enough to, to take over or to take the lead anyway um, and probably hold on. I can see like an early goal and then just a, a terrible game after that. Yeah. Um, so in terms of goal scorers, I'll probably go Shea Adams. Yeah. Connor. Um, yeah, you can see Big Sam doing what he's doing kind of so far and trying to grind out a draw if he can. And ideally, obviously, a win. I think after what Paddy said at the back of Southampton last week and a good performance, I want to bounce on from it so I can see them nullifying each other a little bit. I'm going to say a one-all draw and I'm going to go with... Um, he's back fit this week, Conor Gallagher. Okay, and what? 
Uh, I'm going to go for Big Sam win, and I'm going to go Pereira. Is that how you pronounce the, the guy? Yeah, yeah. Two goals. Yeah, goals yeah. yeah I'm going to yeah. go for him to score the winner one now. Nice one. Uh, lads, I'm, I'm going to go with a West Brom win here. I think they they might just continue that little bit of run, um, or a little bit of form, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm going to say two one win for West Brom, and I'm going to say Robinson to get on the, sh- the score sheet again. Uh, lads, last game, uh, quarter past eight on Monday. Brighton versus Everton. So Brighton are five to four. Uh, the draw is nine to four, and Everton are nine to four. Lads, that is a massive price for Everton. Um, I don't know. So maybe one of you can double check that and make sure I've got that price right. But um, that is a huge price for Everton, as far as I'm concerned. I know Brighton are in kind of the relegation battle, and in terms of what it means to teams, this is what I was saying about when you look at like who does it benefit more to get the win and stuff like that. It's obviously Brighton this game. Um, now they have a bit of a gap, a six-point gap, so the pressure's not massively on. But um, I just think nine to four is a, is a huge price on it. They're twenty-three to ten with Skybet at the moment. Yeah. So yeah. So nine to four is pretty yeah. much the, the close equivalent. Um, Connor, what you reckon on this one? Uh, price-wise, like look at Everton here, or would you be still kind of fancy in Brighton to take it? I don't know. Everton have struggled recently. I know Hammers came back last weekend after injury, scored. But they didn't look. They didn't look great against Palace. They, yeah. they struggled big time, especially at the back. Um, they gave up a hell of a lot of chances. Olsen and Goal played very well, which I'll throw on. <laughs> you gave me shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah because you said he's a good keeper, and then he went out and he made he absolute said he's a good fucking hell. <laughs> and he played well the weekend, and his gap got broken into after that game. You said it, so I blame you on it. All the people that the podcast, they were like, "Yeah, let's, let's fucking wreck his gaff." Um, <laughs> he played well the weekend. They gave up a lot of chances against a, a, a poor Palace side. Let's be honest. And as you said, I think Brighton might see this as a game that will. It could take them out, not take them out of shit completely, but they know they're going to pick up a couple of points over the next couple of weeks anyway. So I think a nine-point gap between themselves and the drop might be not enough for them to be comfortable, but enough knowing that if they kept their own run of form, beating the teams around them anyway, that will get them out of shit. Yeah, I'm going to say again that they're going to pretty much nullify each other in the end, and I'm going to say a one-all draw. Uh, and I'm going to go with Guilty Circuits and based on the look that he gave for Carlson taking the free kick at the weekend. <laughs> and he's going over the bar. I don't think Sigurdsson's going to give him a set piece ever again. So I think any free kicks, penalties, corners, throw-ins, anything where chance going in the net, Sigurdsson's going to take. So I'm going to back him to score. Okay. So Sigurdsson uh, to score from a throw-in. Don't even just tap it in the net. Or the last one. So going to take a bad touch or something to go under his foot. And hit the studs and go in. Uh, Chris, what do you reckon on this one? Um, I actually... Yeah, the same. I think that Everton have struggled a little bit lately in terms of like that sharpness that they had for the first few games of the season or for the first third anyway, yeah. um, seems to have gone a little bit. But I, I just think that they'll have a little bit too much class for Brighton in the end. So we can see Brighton going ahead, um, but yeah. Everton coming back to win in the end. So I'll go for 2-1 Everton. Um, first goal scorer, I'll go for Mopé. All right. Um, what or what do you reckon? Kind of reiterating what the lads are saying there, like everything haven't been hitting top gear at all, really. They've really dropped off, whether it's because of injuries or the lack of squad depth that they're just getting tired. I think Brighton haven't been doing too bad of late. Like, I know they're in the dogfight at the moment, but they're at the upper end of it. 
But like they only lost two one to United, then they beat Newcastle three 0 beat Southampton two one, and they only lost to Leicester two one. Like they're not getting blown out of the water. It's yeah. gonna be close. And I do think Brighton will probably edge it. So I'm actually gonna go a two win two one win Brighton with Dunk to get the header header. Okay. Uh Paddy, what do you reckon? Um Brighton played well against United last week and they were playing well before the international break as well. Um Everton again would would have wanted to win last weekend for the top four spot, but they failed to do so again. Um the nearly theirs again for Everton. Um I think Brighton will get the win um and a one nil win with Danny Danny Welbeck to score the goal. Okay. Um I'm gonna go yeah, like I, I just again of everything I, I would say is kind of pretty much repeating what you've already said there. I just think it's going to be a it's going to be a tight enough game. I'd say um, I think Everton might nick it. I'm going to go with a two-one win for Everton, and I'm going to say Dominic Calvert Lewin to score. Um, lads, that completes the fixtures for this week. Um, so what I'm going to move on to next is the giveaway. Penalty um, for United. Sorry. Oh, you're right. So, lads, the putting in the chat a red card. You didn't hear Paddy. Yeah, oh, he yeah. said it before. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> lads, we're going. To, we're going to do the giveaway here for uh, the mystery jersey. So this is from Misty Jerseys. Um, they've given us one jersey to give away to um, one of the followers. So I'm just going to share my screen here if I can. Boom. So we can take us out of it there, lads, so we can see everybody. So um it's pretty simple. 145 people are in it. A couple of hours. If you go, so. sorry, colleagues, just for, for yourself, a full screen up the top there. Yeah, it kind of kind of takes me out, I think, because I can't scroll down. I just want to show everybody the, right, the sorry, people yeah, that are yeah. in it. So all the names. So you can see all the names they are in. If you're wondering if your name is there or not, you can put this in slow motion and have a look at it again. So um that that wheel there lads has been spinning around since the start um so it's not like they've just turned that on um so i had to go through every single name that I entered and and entered them in manually myself so i'm struggling to get the thing here so we're going to do this now i'm going to literally just click this once it's going to land on a name and then obviously uh the name will pop up itself so it won't be hard to see who's after winning so uh best of luck to everyone that's in it and uh Come on, P. Salons. Come on, come on, come on, P. Salons. Come on, P. Salons. Okay, here we go. If Mark Lawler wins, I'm gonna fucking strangle someone. Oh. Tommy K R M R. Tommy Kummer. Could be like that little music as well. Um, Kermer. Kermer so, the frog. So that's it, lads. Um, <laughs> Kermer has won the uh, has won the, the jersey giveaway. So it's going to be a case that he's just going to he's going to get in contact with me and um, give us his details, and then I'll pass it on to Misty Jerseys, and um, they'll send so you out. So congratulations. Now I'll I'll clip it and I'm gonna tag it onto the um I'm gonna tag it onto the page. So I'll make him I'll make him uh, aware. Don't punish worry. him, punish him for don't not worry. watching. He has to be watching the game. Yeah. Now um yeah lads look that's that's that done so thank thank God that's out of the way. Uh, lads next thank thing you. we're moving on to. to say was, thank you, Mystic jerseys. 
Yeah, no, thanks for that. No, just because that was <laughs> trying to keep track of that was an absolute nightmare. The amount of fucking entries that I didn't think we were going to get that much entries, but um, goes to show it is a, it is a really good idea. Um, Lala got one of the jerseys from them, and uh, he got an Atlant Antalya Spar um jersey, and it's, it's actually savage the way they deliver it and stuff like that. So, mm. um, Paddy, we're moving on to your uh, little baby here. So hold on a second. Let me let me give you a bit. Let me give you a bit of this. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I am actually for a second. a little crappy app <laughs> off iPhone. So that is the best this podcast is going to get. So if anybody's watching this or listening to this. Doesn't get any better. So I love so it. It's good. It's so yeah, bad. I love it. The worst of better. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, so Paddy, yeah. So we're going to right. we're going to do this. Yes, I have uh, the wheel of fortune. It has all our names here on it. Um, I'm going to spin it just like a competition. We're going to get two names, and we have our oh. ultimate teams all done up. Yeah. Um, we're going to set put them those two teams on Instagram this week on the Instagram page. And the fans or the listeners will vote for who they think the best team is, um, and then we'll debate it next week. The two, the two owners of the teams, and then again we'll do another draw. Um, we'll have a league, and with, uh, I don't know, I haven't worked out how many games it's going to take all together. Maybe five or six rounds yeah. to get through it all. Yeah. And I uh, would have to think of some sort of a prize for the end of it. So are we doing? Are we doing one match, or are we doing three matches here? Because we can, we've seven teams, so we can do three matches. Yeah, um, let's go. That, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you're the yeah. boss. That's why you're so the boss. So one, one person will have a boy yeah, each week. Paddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One person will have a boy each week. So, Paddy, do you want to do um, the draw out there? Yes, I have. I'll share do my you screen. Want to, do you want to share the screen, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so there. You have those other tabs yeah. Those, Paddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ready to go for game one? Yeah. What do you, is there away goals in this or what's the story? No, no, no. We all just played each other once. Oh, Chris, Chris, it's going up against. You're a winner, where's Chris. Your, well done. Where's your home, Chris? Old Trafford. Uh, Old Trafford, of course. Yeah, Chris and Paddy. Oh, oh. Come, on. come on, interesting. I'm just looking at the teams here. Okay, Collie, you have all the teams there. You're gonna. I have the teams ready to go. Yeah, I can actually share them here, lads, and we can just have a quick run through them. Just to, I'll just call them out. We won't debate too much about them, but we can. Yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to do that now, or do you want to do the rest of the draw? First? No, go on to do the draws out. So, uh, so who was that? That was Paddy. Chris versus Paddy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll make note of that. Oh, Collie. Collie. So that's me against. Ooh. Come on then. Stop. And um, I just like to oh, oh, yeah. Alan. Alan. Um, I just like to do a call out for the wheelofnames.com who have uh, sponsored the show this week. <laughs> <laughs> you can see their, their amazing graphic here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, okay. Center, Paddy. Okay, the <laughs> no. Um it's all white. Um okay, who's next? Oh, we do some music, wouldn't we? We do some Lawler. music, yeah. At least I had some sort of graphics with mine, Paddy. Come on, up your game. Yeah, sorry, sorry. 
<laughs> Conrad Water, which one of you are getting the boy this week? Are going to the boy? War. Oh, oh. Connor uh, can't play. Oh. <laughs> Connor's fucking delighted. Connor ain't got no fans. Right, lads, I'll show you. Um, <laughs> I'll show you. I have the teams here, so. Um, okay, stop sharing okay. there. Okay, so this is who's this? This is Paddy. So now we'll go. We'll go with the teams that we have. So Chris's teams first. Yeah, yeah. So Chris, do you want to talk us through your team here and what you've got? Can you see that? Uh, yeah, so uh, obviously a very heavy United influence for me, but I've tried my best <laughs> to uh, to be fair and to give some other teams and other players a show. So if I have 50-50 spots, I try to include other players. But Schweikel in goal, obviously he's a fucking legend. Um, I'm not going to go through actually the validation for each player. You can, you can question me on that. I, I want, I want, no, 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 no. I want your fucking validation for your centre-back picks, please. Okay, uh, I'll, go, I'll go through the team and then I'll come back to them. Yeah. So uh, on the right, Gary Neville uh, in the centre, Ferdinand and Vidic. On the left, Ashley Cole. Then playing in front of the two lads in the middle will be Gerard and Scholes. On the right, Ronaldo. On the left, Giggs. And up top, Henri and Drogba, who I think is a dream combination. That is a good combination here. Yeah. That is a good um, combination. And then for the two lads at the back, uh, like again, no, has, subs, subs, don't forget about oh, your subs. Sorry, sorry, subs. So, uh, goalkeeper, check, defender, company, uh, midfielder, De Bruyne, and forward, Rooney. Okay, go on, justify your, your, your disgraceful pick there. Uh, I don't I think, well, first of all, I think calling it a disgraceful pick is absolutely atrocious. Like, sorry, absolutely sorry. not. Rio Ferdinand should not even be on the bench. That's a fucking fact. All right. Uh, well, like for me, I tried to pick the team as well around people who would play well together, not just individual slots. Okay, so I, yeah. I think that Vidic and Ferdinand were probably the best centre half partnership ever in the Premier League. Oh. So that's where you get the show. Right. And like you can, it's like saying fucking ham and cheese. Like they just go well together. Do you know what I mean? So. I yeah, it was like an instant shout. Like I've grown up watching Ferdinand and Vidic. They were kind of like prime. You didn't grow up, Chris. Let's be honest. You're about 35. You didn't grow up watching them. All right, Connor, can you? Play this week, Connor. Connor, Connor, Jesus, Connor just wants to get one back now. Like. Go in. Go in to get back at me. That was a terrible chance. That was Jesus, Pick your bones. Playing this week, relax. Uh, yeah, Falling no. down there. Fucking hell. I think, like, in the peak of my football interest growing up, that was the era of Ferdinand and Vidic. So that's what about Terry and Carvalho? I I wasn't a Chelsea fan, Cully. And John, yeah. like, don't, I don't get me started on John Terry, right? Just because you want to suck his balls doesn't mean everyone does. Like but he's he's a racist. And a lost the Champions League. No, he's not a racist. He's not a racist. He's not a racist. and a racist, and he lost his team to Champions League. Lads, he could be coming on the podcast. He's not racist. He never He's was never going to come on the podcast. Proven, he was proven innocent in a court of law that he was not a racist, didn't say the words, and that was it. So, right. Well, then he, he's an adulterer. He's an adulterer oh, and he lost the Champions League final. So. When, he, when he slept with Wayne Bridge's wife, uh, Wayne Bridge was actually not with his wife with her at did, the time. Did John so. Terry have a wife at the time? <laughs> he probably was asking to stop if no. he was. <laughs> did John Terry uh, have a wife at the time? No. Oh, all right. So uh yeah, so I'm not I'm not accepting that. Lazarus, really Chris, you've, you've gone we through that up now. Are you sure he wasn't married? 100 percent not sure, but I'm going with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
Right, so Chris, you're against um, Paddy, so let me just scroll through, right? We've got Paddy's team here. Paddy, top okay, I just saw somebody has very team team of absolute team. leaders. Um, strength mentally and physically. Um, Schmeichel at the back. Village and company in the centre. Uh, Neville on the right. I, it's hard to pick, but one of the one of the most one of the most successful right backs in Premier League history. Irwin on the left, um, probably United's best left back. I, I was kind of didn't know whether to pick himself, Ashley Cole, or um, Ever. Um, okay, in the centre of the park, then Kane and Vieira, Ronaldo on the right, Henri on the left, which he played a lot of the time for Arsenal, so it wasn't just. Yeah. Sticking them in there, and then Van Nistelrooy and Cantona up front. Um, I think it's a team of leaders. Um, and yeah, there's no way I can lose this week. Uh, uh, subs Van der Sar, Terry, you'd be delighted about there. Yeah, well, I'm not happy he's on the bench, but look, Bear Camp and Drogba. I want to just controversially ask you why you've got Bear Camp in the midfield. I'm all about, I'm all about having Bear Camp on the bench. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, like, on the bench not. as a forward, as a striker. Like but can you have yeah, two no. forwards? Yeah, it's like picking no, forwards. It's, 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 so it's a position or a sub yeah. for each position. Oh, look at that. It's not a sub for each position. It's Paddy's bleeding game. He could yeah. do what he wants. That's what we it's said. Ball. Ball. No, it's not what we said. We just said four. So we said four, four, oh, two. Well, the I was, was I four, was forced four, into changing my subs into four different positions. Who forced you? Me. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <great. laughs> and it ends in Ollie. Right, right well, uh, uh, yeah. Right, so yeah, so we're gonna move on to the next team, lads. So it's my Whoa, team. We can't just gloss over this. Right, it's my team here, lads. So can we have a bit of hush here? Oh, look, he's rattled. Do you see him giving out Chris in the background? There's rattled he is already. Oh, I've gone with Peter Check and goal. I've gone with Terry and company, two of the best centre halves to ever play in the league uh, consistently for so many years. Vidic, one or two season hit wonder. Real Ferdinand, absolutely overrated. Uh, uh, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Uh, Ashley Cole left back because he's the best left back in the world at the time when he was playing in his prime Ivanovic on the right because Ivanovic gave Chelsea 10 years of solid seasons can I finish Uh, he gave gave Chelsea 10 years of solid defending solid defending Uh, I've gone with Lampard in the middle because who better to get you goals from midfield uh, than Lampard because there's no other midfielder can I finish finish? Lampard Lampard is is the highest scoring midfielder in uh, Premier League history so um, yeah so that's why he's there uh, his goals Uh, Patrick Vieira you're uh, you're reading out like horse racing or something (laughs) I feel like like you're all going to just abuse me but I don't get anything (laughs) in so uh, Patrick Vieira in beside him because uh, what a player better than uh, better than any other centre midfielder I think um, Eden Hazard on the left because again when Eden Hazard was in his prime he was one of the top three or four in the world and he's can't deny that although he's taking a massive decline now uh, Ronaldo obviously out on the right and Henri and Shearer front highest scorer in the Premier League history so um, why would you have them there uh, on my bench I've got Van der Sar um, could have went with Schmeichel to be honest with you uh, Vidic there Keane and Aguero Lads, I think I could have overlooked a couple of players as well. Like Ivanovic there, I've gone with obviously purely because he's he's Chelsea and he's just solid. I was, he was solid with Chelsea. There's very few mis- like big mistakes he made. Um, Gary Neville definitely could have been within a shout there. Um, but there wasn't really. I, I don't know if you found this the hardest position. I just went with Neville yeah. when you when you yeah. kind of when you think past Gary Neville, there's not fucking many there. Like Glenn Johnson. Yeah, like and then you're talking, yeah, you're, you're Micka Richards and stuff like that. Steve, yeah. Steve Finnan. I was yeah, actually giving James Milner a shout rifle. Yeah, you were saying. 
Um, so yeah, lads, look, that's that's what I've gone with. Um, so I'm against him against Mellon. So here's Mellon's team. Uh, Peter Cech and goal company and Vidic. Um, left he's got Cole. Right he's got Erwin. Then he's got Gerard and Keane in the middle. He's got Giggs on the left, Ronaldo on the right, and Henri and Shearer up front. A lot of the kind of the midfield is nearly similar. Like um, he's got Schmeich on the bench, Ferdinand, David, David Silva, and Rooney. Um, so yeah, so nice to see he stuck to the rails. We have to look. We have to look at the bench as well. You know, some of those players got to be yeah. I don't think for I, I I even though I'm a United fan, I do not think Ferdinand deserves to be in with Thank you around that. Right Water is a man that knows football and talks sense. We're gonna look at Lawler Let's look at all these centre backs and look at the medals they have and we'll see if yeah, Ferdinand is there. I mean I mean we, we can throw Terry in that mix as well. Uh, no, I know, Schmeichel, I know that. Yeah, yeah, he's we're going we're going with Lawler's team here, lads. Uh, so we've got Schmeichel and goal. We've got John Terry and Vidic there. I think that's a solid partnership again. What a company! Uh, I did that no pace, zero pace. Cole on the left, Erwin uh, on the right, Kane and Scholes in the center. Giggs on the left, Ronaldo on the right, Henri and Cantona up front. Uh, he's got one of Van der Sar, company Vieira and Shearer on the bench. Um, solid enough team. Like again, they're all pretty similar. Like. Um, just one or two kind of different players that I'll kind of... and can you have these votes open for the week on the Instagram uh, it's only goes 24 hours but oh. um, <laughs> what, or do you want to talk us through your team there you see that <laughs> yeah so I'm going to be more controversial here because I went oh. Virgil van Dijk in centre back because yeah. in fairness dirty. now I don't think you're going to find a better centre back coming yeah yeah John Terry he's done he's done one season one season I'm beat him 7-2 go yeah. Yeah, no, give it time. He will, when everyone looks back, he will be regarded as one of the best. And you can say he makes the game look so easy. Like he walks around and he just makes it look so easy. And against Villa. I think Czech coming in, Schmeichel was always susceptible. Is that the right word? Yeah. Uh, to being loved, and I was never a big fan of that. So I think Czech, when he came, he just redefined goalkeeping for the Premier League. Gary Neville can't really look past a more successful rifle. Dennis Irwin could take a free kick, was just solid, good leader. Vieira and Keane, the centre mids, they're two very similar. It could have been it could have been mixed. I didn't put them in the bench, but I think Yaya Torre deserves a big show yeah. to be in there. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone else had him. Ronaldo on the right is a guaranteed. Bale was another controversial that I had. Bale. Absolutely yeah. I just like in terms of then few years that he was at Tottenham, he just destroyed everyone and you, he was untouchable. And then oh. Henri and Aguero, and I think them two. I know people had like a big strong man. I think they have I had Shearer up there, but Drogba deserved a shout as well. I think Aguero and Henri would have just destroyed anyone that they played yeah. against. I just think they're, they would have been so interchangeable and probably would have had a good relationship. So debatable, yeah. but I'm sticking with it. All right. Um, Connor, you've got your team here. Can you talk us through your team? Yeah, um, I agree with Water on what he said with Petr Cech. I think he changed goalkeeper a little bit. He made things a lot more simplistic. Um, obviously, the, the numbers say for, for themselves as well about the amount of clean sheets that he's had in his time with Chelsea. Obviously, he suffered a horrific injury. wasn't the same afterwards, but we can let that slide a little bit because of fucking Stephen Hunt. Yeah. Um, Stephen Hunt. I think at his, in, in his prime, not necessarily with Chelsea, but I'd say with the time he had at Arsenal, the Invincibles, and then obviously in the Chelsea, 
one of the best left backs in the world, if not the best left back in the world at the time. Uh, yeah. Company and Vidic on the back of what the lads have said as well. Comedy for his leadership at City. Obviously, they had a strong squad around him, but he still led them to victory. Uh, Vidic was always a player in the centre half that I admired and was always jealous about as a centre half. With when Liverpool struggled with centre halves, so I always looked at Vidic and said, "Fucking hell, what would you give him for Rafa Benitez to have signed him instead of signing fucking Martin Schurl? Um <laughs> Gary Neville, I threw in there just as something solid to sit in behind Cristiano Ronaldo, who doesn't like to do that work maybe necessarily backwards but offers you a lot going forwards so i have ronaldo on the right hand side i have the area in skulls in the middle touched on skulls a couple of weeks ago and i said skulls brings the best out of good players around him so why not have him sitting there just spraying passes and dictating tempo the area in there do the the leg work and the uh the nitty gritty the hard work the donkey work as well um gigs on the left hand side looking back i probably would have put on ray out there on the left didn't think Henri as an out-and-out left-sided midfielder did well when he did it at Arsenal. I thought on the left side of, of our front three, because like, ideally I wanted to play a 4-3-3 and put Henri on the left. Um, probably would have done better, but probably would have taken Giggs out. That Giggs was like a, a player that I just had to put in on the left side of midfield. Didn't want to put Hazard in. Didn't do it for long enough. Um, same with Bale. Put Giggs in anyway. Front two, speak for themselves. Henri... 175 goals. I just looked at a pair because I was like, he's definitely one of the top goal scorers in the Premier League. He really he wasn't really, but the fact that he had 175 goals in 250 games is outstanding. Sheer top goal scorer in the league. Can't really look past him. What he did in not necessarily strong sides, but how he pulled sides to to, to win games. Um on the bench, Van der Sar as a goalkeeper, I always looked at Van der Sar, not necessarily just as United, but at Fulham as well, and what he did with that team that was so poor around him. And, and kept him in the league so many times. Um, John Terry, again, just on the partnership that he struck up with Carvalho. Um, don't think necessarily he was as strong individually as company or Vidage, um, but he was a good leader with that with that back four he had around him and including checking behind him. Kane, because I think you had to pick between Kane or Vieira, I don't think you can play both of them. Um, so I went with Vieira over just because I think he had a little bit more going forward than Kane and then Aguero. Because you can't really fit him in in front of Henri or Shearer. Say Vieira had more than Kane going forward. Yeah, I think so. I think Depends his final pass was stronger. Um, I think his legs, he had better legs going forward and back to go box to box. Because you're not going to get that from Skull playing beside him. Don't know, I disagree with that. Uh, yeah, anyway, cool. Um, so that's the teams. Anyway, that's everything done now. Uh, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good crack having them up on the Instagram. We'll obviously do up our own league and stuff like that. So Connor, you've obviously got the boy week this week. Um so yeah, lads, that'll be that'll be, be interesting to see who comes out with the ultimate team there. Um so I we'll make it Connor's first out of hat next week, irrespective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Connor, the first first spin will be will be basically Connor. If we come across the same fixture, we'll just redo it again. Um lads, right, that's that's the ultimate team done. Um we're an hour and a half into it, lads, so I think we're going to skip one or two things. Um, and we'll just get straight onto the bets. I don't want to drag it out over two hours. So, uh, Connor, have you done up a few bets for me? I've done two. Okay, so hold on. So hold on one second, lads. So we're, we're just going to uh, go into our, our, our new uh, segment here, the betting section. Oh, yeah. 
Did you just hear Sky Spot each bleeding heart out? <laughs> I was actually just going to say, Holly, when we were looking at those teams on the screen, next week you'll have it sorted so like we can do the little graphics and stuff like Neville and Carragher do on Monday Night Football, yeah? So yeah, we can drag yeah. the players around and stuff. Drag yeah. them all around, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. It'll, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be top quality as well, like the, uh, like the little graphics are there as well. Great, because my, um, my team is a 4-4-2, but it's a fluid 4-4-2, so I do want to move a little bit. You want to move the players, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mine is like a, more like a 4-2-4. <laughs> when, they're, when, they're, when they're attacking they're more but when they're defending it's, like, it's more like a 4-5-1 you know? yeah. yeah yeah I like that yeah, yeah. Uh, right Connor what have you got for me bets wise here um, I've done a uh, a threefold for the League of Ireland so we see how threefold yeah like a banger okay yeah okay. Um, it's, six to, it's, it's six to one um, and there's some tasty price in the League of Ireland for, for Friday and Saturday night and just based off current form so far. So I have uh, Pats to beat Derry. They're four to six at home off the back of two good results um, for Pats, especially beating Bowes last week. Um, I've got Dundalk at home to beat Bowes at 17 to 20. Um, Bowes struggling this season. Dundalk poor against Rovers last week, but still have a good enough squad. And then I have Rovers to beat Sligo away at three to four. Um, obviously, Rovers do want to do best last week beating Dundalk. So, yeah, he pays back at 5.5 to 1. It's not too bad. Uh, yeah. Um, Paddy, have you got one for me there? Yes, I do indeed. Will I share my screen? Yeah, you can do. Yeah, lovely stuff. Get pretty interactive here. <laughs> for anyone that's listening, um, you can see Paddy's screen on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's an audio podcast isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay well, i suppose for, for the weekend can, games i've done you it. zoom into that paddy if you just uh zoom your your screen into it yeah there we go it's a bit blurry sorry um okay so you've got um fulham against wolves going for yeah. fulham and uh, man city against leeds liverpool against villa going for liverpool uh chelsea going for the win against palace um, a draw between Newcastle and Burnley. Um, West Ham to win against Leicester. United to beat Tottenham. And Arsenal to beat Sheffield United. And my 10 to 1,000. Have you got a graphic for this or will I go ahead with it? No, go ahead with it. I'll, oh, I'll have a graphic actually... for this. Oh, oh, <laughs> Get um, back to square one next week again. <laughs> okay, so I'm going with... Uh, Liverpool, Bournemouth, and Norwich to win. It was three to one, but I got out five to one a sky bet and uh, fifty-five euro returns on that. All right, nice one. Okay, um, so that's all, that's all your bets then, is it? Yeah, that's me done. Right, uh, Connor, uh, Chris, did you have one for me? Did you say you had one done? I did one, yeah, based on some of the predictions I did on a Saturday and Sunday games in the Premier League. Cool. What have um, you got there? Out for so if we go for City, Liverpool, and Chelsea to win on the yeah. Saturday. And then the Sunday, I have a couple of draws. So Burnley and Newcastle to draw, West yeah. Ham and Leicester to draw, United to beat Tottenham, yeah. and Arsenal to beat Sheffield. And that's like 111 to 1. So it's actually water, pretty good. Water odds. Yeah, water's gone. Uh, water. All right, fair enough. Water's gone to get sick. Connor, do you want to travel out your next one there? Yeah, I've just done uh, four goal scorers that are across Saturday and Sunday. I've done uh, Diago Jota to score in the Liverpool Villa game. I've done Mason Mount to score in the Palace Chelsea game. 
I've done Chris Wood to score in the Burnley Newcastle game, and I've done Kelty Iannaccio to score in the West Ham Leicester game. Uh, four goal scorers, anytime goal scorers will pay you back at fifty four to one. Nice, yeah, it's good. One. Uh, War, did you do that up on it? I just have two on Sky Bet here for the Leicester and West Ham game. Yeah, go for so it. So Leicester, Leicester to win and both teams to score is nine to two on Sky Bet, a boost at the moment. Uh, and then for so it's just a, a four parter on the West Ham and Leicester game. So Jesse Lingard to have one plus shots on target. Uh, Jamie Vardy to have two plus shots on target. West Ham to take six plus corners, no, and uh, Leicester to take less than five corners is 11 to 1. It's not bad, actually. Yeah. Um, lads, I'm just going to share my screen. I'll try out a couple that I've got done here myself. Um, so this one, this is kind of, I do this every week. I do, um, I do the pretty much results and predictions, whatever I think every single game in the Premier League. So I go through them and I just I just look at the prices and stuff like that and see what I think's best. So I've put two euro on it. It's three thousand to one, so six thousand back if I get it. So as we win this, we're going to Vegas. Uh, so I have Fulham and Wolves to draw. I've got City to be Leeds. I've got Liverpool to be Aston Villa. I've got Chelsea to be Palace. I've got Burnley to beat Newcastle. Um, I've got West Ham and Leicester to draw. I've got Spurs to beat United. I've got Arsenal to be Sheffield United. I've got West Brom and Chef, uh, Southampton to draw, and I've got Brighton and Everton to draw. Um, so yeah, so three thousand to one for that one. So six grand back from two euro wouldn't be too bad. Uh, I'll just try out another one or two that I have done up. So this is kind of me better the week here. And um, so I've got an eight fold. I've put eight quid onto it, fifty three to one. So that returned four hundred and thirty five euro. Um, so I've got again City to be Leeds. It's the early game, but you'd like to rely on City there, I think. Uh, Liverpool to be Villa, Bournemouth to be Coventry, Norwich to be Derby, Hull to be Plymouth, Portsmouth to be Borton, Bradford to be Grimsby, and Chelsea to be Palace. So, again, eight euro on that, 435 quid back. Lads, have you got anything else? I would I keep rocking my wild got? Walk away. Not for me, you know. Walk away, yeah. Cool. Right, cool. Um, next one I've got, two quid on it, 800 to one, ninefold. Um, again, like I said, I like to see that where they're offering you more cash out and stuff like that and then your original stake, although it's not a lot. But uh, City against Leeds again, Norwich against Derby, uh, Blackpool to beat Lincoln. I've gone purely on form there in that one. Uh, Hull to beat Plymouth, Portsmouth to beat Burton, Cambridge to beat Exeter again. Cambridge, in, in I think they're first in the league at the moment. Um, Leighton Orient to beat Cheltenham again, a massive price for Leighton Orient, but they're in good form. That's why I've gone with them. Parfell to be Markham, Torquay to be Weymouth. Um, so that is what I've gone. Paddy, I've also joined you with the, the 10 to 1,000 challenge. I know you've gone 5 to 1,000, but I've, gone, I've started with 10 to 1,000. Um, so I've put a treble on. I've gone with City. Again, I'm putting all my eggs in City's basket, so if they don't win, I'm fucked. Um, City to beat Leeds. I've gone with Munich, uh, Bayern Munich to beat Union Berlin. And I've gone with uh, Celtic to beat Livingston. So I, I, I see there... But by the odds you got on that, that it's a conservative bet, whereas yeah. it's a bit more risky. So I think we should actually start doing a race of ten to one thousand. Oh, interesting. I like what you're, I like what you're throwing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try build up so like we can race, but I wanted, I definitely want to build it. Um, so I think we have to find a balance between racing and actually doing bets that we think will win. So well, yeah, the competition even tastier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Race is a good one. 
Uh, lads, I've gone with another 11 fold here then, two quid on it, uh, 675 to 1. Uh, I've gone with Munich, this, I think this has gone with Broad on this one. So I've gone with Bayern Munich to be uh, Onion Berlin again. Um, I've gone with Bournemouth to be Coventry, Blackpool to be Lincoln, Porsche to be Bournemouth, Tramir to be Scunthorpe, PSG to be Strasbourg, uh, Galatasaray to be Carraga Morrock. <laughs> I've got my Hartley Phil to beat Notts County, uh, Dortmund to beat uh, Stuttgart, I was going to say Sagart, uh, and Porto to beat Tondela, and Benfica to beat Pagos de Ferreira. Lads, I'm sorry, but you could, you could say all those names and you couldn't say Depro going a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> I've gone with a four-fold draw, lads, as we always do, two quid on it. Um, I've gone with, with Birmingham and Stoke to draw. I've gone with Cardiff and Blackburn to draw. Doncaster and Wigan and Southend and Crawley to draw. Um, so, yeah, so that one will return €209. Euro. It's 103 to 1. So, um, yeah, that's it, lads. Lads, it's been a pleasure. It's been a long podcast. Chris, it's good to have you back. Um, that's where we're going to call it a day. Uh, War, it's been a pleasure. As always, see you next week. Connor. Cheers, lads. Chris. Good luck. Paddy. See you later, man. Cheers, everyone, for watching. And don't forget, check us out on uh, Instagram, YouTube. Obviously, if you're on YouTube, you're watching us now. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on it. Um, we are also on Twitch. We don't use it, so ignore it. Um, so, yeah, so look, we'll be here same time again next week, half eight, Thursday night. So we'll see everyone then. Cheers for watching, and goodbye. Toodles.